Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies, and here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. So you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef. Meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger cut porterhouse steak, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store and make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, heart. In harmony. The life of Penny Gibbs is full these days. She's busy planning a community center in memory of the late Barry Carlton, the man she had hoped to marry. Busy, too, shaping a possible career in the movies for little six-year-old Julie Martin. But busy as she is, she manages time to listen to the troubles of her friends. This morning, Freddie Lang follows her into the living room after breakfast and says... Say, Penny, I mm-hmm. want to thank you for keeping quiet about that phone call I got last week. Freddie, you asked me not to say anything, so I didn't. Yeah, it was a big help, too. I was going to explain today what this was all about, but, well, now it's not necessary. Freddie, you don't have to explain anything. No, not now I don't. It's all taken care of. And I patched things up with Nora, too. Did she tell you? <laughs> no, she didn't. But I imagine things were all right again. Nora was cheerful this morning. I don't know why I did such a dumb thing, Gibbsy. Walking out on Nora like that last night. Well, I don't think you'll do it again. I'm sure I won't. At least not for the same reason. I hope you didn't hate me too much. Well, Freddie, I didn't like seeing Nora in tears, but otherwise what you did had no effect on me. I told Nora there was probably a reason for what you did. (laughs) Well, I hope you didn't say you knew there was a reason. No, I didn't. That would have been telling something you asked me to keep to myself. Oh, you're you're sure the trouble's all cleared up? Well, just about... 
I have to attend to one more thing, and then my worries are all over. Say, look, will you find out from Nora if she's really on the level about forgiving me, or, or if she's just putting on an act, will you? You can be sure she isn't acting, Freddie. She wasn't angry because you talked harshly to her. No? She wasn't even angry because you walked out on her. She was just upset and puzzled. She couldn't imagine what she'd done to you or said to you to make you angry. Well, it was a darn fool thing to do, wasn't it? No, it wasn't smart. Actually, you know, you should have told Nora what was troubling you. No, I guess so. I thought of that as I was walking down the street, Gibbsy. In fact, I almost came back to apologize and tell her what the trouble was. Yeah, but just almost. <laughs> I'm glad it was only almost, too. You know, the way things turned out, I won't have to tell her at all now. And I don't want to Freddie, no man has trouble so great he can't bring them to his wife. Especially if she's the kind of wife Nora is. Say, look, I'm not trying to keep secrets from Nora. I, I just want to... Oh, well, the problem isn't important enough, and I, I don't want her to worry. Yeah, well, you did make her worry last night by not telling her. Well, that was last night. And I fixed it up when I came back. Now the problem isn't you even worth... You keep speaking all... of the problem as if it still exists, Freddie. I thought you said it was solved. Well, I have. It's all over now, including the shouting. Yeah, well, I hope so. Say, look, Gibbsy, I quit lying to you a long time ago. I know you did, Freddie. I wasn't implying that you weren't telling the truth. I just hope that you weren't fooling yourself by thinking you had solved something that isn't solved. There are a lot of things I can't handle, Penny. But this was one of the things that I could handle, and I did. I'm glad to know that. <laughs> you think I'm not glad to? Gosh, at first I didn't think I could do it. And it wasn't easy either, but... <laughs> You're just about to pop because you don't know what it's all about, aren't you? Well, I'm sure if you don't want me to know, or if it'll do any good for me to know, you tell me. Well, someday I will. And like I said to Nora last night, we're all going to get a big laugh out of it. Well, we usually do laugh at our troubles of the past, but... Some of them don't sink into the past too readily. Yeah, I know just what you mean. Gosh, I've got a lot of nerve yapping about my own troubles, Gibbsy, when you've got enough of them to promote a full-fledged case of hysterics. I'm past the stage of hysterics, Freddy. I'm beyond the danger of tears, even. Well, tears won't wash away the memory of Barry's death. And strange as it sounds, I don't want to lose that memory. You don't? Well, how come? Because that'd be losing the memory of Barry, too. And I don't want to forget him. Freddie, knowing Barry was one of the finest things that ever happened to me. He'll always be my fondest memory. Now, should I give that up? No, I... I guess not. Not if you look at it that way. I think it's a good way to look at it, don't you? Yeah, sure, sure. But I guess I'm the wrong guy to talk to about things like that. You know, Gibbsy, I'm not as dumb as I used to be, but I'm still not too deep. Hey, look, it's getting late. I, I got to get out to the farm. Can I drop you off somewhere? Oh, no, thanks, Freddie. I'll be home most of the day. As soon as Nora's through in the kitchen, she has to go downtown for some things, so I'll be nursemaid. Oh, well, I'll see you tonight. All right, bye, Freddie. So long. Oh, and, and tell Nora not to get potholders downtown, will you? I, I saw some at the store near the farm, and they're much cheaper. Yeah, I'll tell her, Freddie. Hey, Gibbsy, mm -hmm. some mail out here. Oh, good. The early... Morning mail. I guess it was near the postman room. <laughs> well, the postman always rings twice, Penny, <laughs> but maybe he's so tired he's decided not to ring it off for yeah, a while. Maybe that's it. Thanks. Bye. So long now. Jed? Jed? Yes, Penny? There's a letter for you from Chicago. I'll bring it in to you. Uh -huh. Well, I got myself so tangled up in this drawing board I can't move my wheelchair. <laughs> ah, look what I have. 
Letter from South Africa. Ooh. From Johnny. Well, it's about time you heard from him. Yeah, it's his. You know, from Chicago, by the way. Oh, that's not important. Just a check from the Slum Turns Project. I'm just about winding up the plans for it, too. That's what I'm working on now. Yeah, those drawings look awfully complicated. Yeah, it's going to be a big building, Penny, with all the latest construction tricks and innovations. I've never taken such pride in anything I've ever done. I don't know why, unless... Well, maybe it's because it's a building with a purpose. Maybe it's because out of those... Oh, drawings and, and stuff, all the architects and designers in the country that sent those things in that you were chosen to draw the plans. <laughs> yes, I'll have to admit that's part of the reason. But whatever the reason, this is one job that means a lot. I'm looking forward to the day it's finished. And Penny, I'm going to go out to Chicago for the opening. That's how proud I am of this job. I've been inspired. It's the best work I've ever done. The best. I'll ever oh, do. not since you do others just as good. Maybe better. No, no. I've, I've put everything I have into this. After this, there, there won't be any more. <laughs> Why am I running on like this when you want to read that letter from Johnny? <laughs> the letter can wait, Jane. Yes, yes, like a wall of water behind a broken dam. <laughs> oh, I seem to be rushing like floodwaters, hmm? Just let me know how he's doing and... Oh, and say, save that stamp for me. I want to send it to Harry Bleeker. He, he collects those things. Okay. You can have the envelope right now. Here you go. Oh, thanks. Hmm. Postmark Cape Town. Union of South Africa. <laughs> Certainly sounds far away, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. Well, you want to hear what he has to say? I'll have ears the size of a donkey if I don't hear something <laughs> soon. Okay. Johnny says, oh, dear Penny. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, no comment. Dear Penny... You would have heard from me long before this, but my uncle's lawyers have kept me busy 24 hours a day since I arrived in Cape Town. And this is the first five minutes I've had to myself since I got off the plane. I wonder if those lawyers are Zulus or <laughs> mumbo-jumbos from <laughs> the Congo. Stop it, you. He says, um, I told you when I left Rossville, and today Rossville seems a million miles away, that I might never come back. Well, if I do come back, it won't be for a long, long time. I'm quite sure I'll be here for years, Penny. My uncle left a large estate, a considerable fortune, and thousands of acres of productive land that need supervision. And it was my late uncle's wish that one of his family live on the land and manage it. More of our friends are turning into farmers. First it was Freddie, and now it's Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and all we have is a flower path. Well, he goes on to say, Cape Town's an interesting city, Penny, and what I've seen of South Africa is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like it here instantly, and I grow to like it more every day. Life and the people are different here. There's an ease and quiet about both that are comforting, inviting, relaxing. You'd like it here, Penny. I'd like to have you here. Well, an invitation. Might do you good, Penny. In Rossville, what do you do but have memories of the past and ghosts haunting the present? Here you could so easily forget. Here, you could surely build a new life and have a future, a rich, full life among good people in interesting surroundings. It makes it sound interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Is that the end of the letter? Just part. He finishes by saying, "Um, Penny, from this distance, I have the courage to say it, and I have hope that it will not be said in vain. Come to Cape Town and be Mrs. Keith. I can do things for you now that I couldn't do before. I'm what you might call a man of great means. But I can offer you more than mere wealth, Penny. I can promise you love and understanding and guarantee that here, Rossville, and all the tragic memories which must haunt you every day will be forgotten. Loved, Johnny. If I were you, Penny, I'd pack my suitcase and be on my way. Oh, no. No, I'm staying here, Jeb, with you and Mother, with my plans and with my memories. 
Oh, what about your letter from Chicago? Oh, it's just a check and further instructions. Let's see here. Yep, yeah, yes, check all right. And a letter. We can use that check, too. Oh, we sure can. What's this? The check is three times as much as it ought to be. Well, maybe you're getting a bonus. What does the letter say? Oh, I'm reading it now. Yeah. Well, it's brief and to the point. Oh, Jed, no. No, they can't give up the project. They can and they have. And there goes my job and my dream. Take these drawings in the, into the living room and throw them in the fireplace, will you? Hello? Good afternoon, Penny. This is Paul Williams. Oh, hello, Paul. Where are you, in town? No, I'm at the general store near the farm. Uh, where is Freddy? Oh, at the farm, isn't he? He left the house early this morning. Oh, he hasn't been at the farm all day. Oh, that's strange. I don't understand that. He left after breakfast, said he was going straight to the farm. Paul, he hasn't been in an accident, has he? No, I just saw a state trooper about that. He says there's been no accident on the highway or in town that he knows of. What do you think has happened to the boy? He said he'd be at the farm by nine this morning. It's three in the afternoon now. I don't know. I don't know what's happened to Freddy. But I certainly hope it isn't what I think it is. So Freddy hasn't appeared at the farm all day. And Jed Billings has lost his job. What's happened to Freddy? And will Jed's disappointment have any effect on his health? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB, KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste, because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger cut rib roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But mind you, you can get Kroger cut beef only at your neighborhood Kroger store. So go there as soon as you can. Step up to the meat counter and ask for Kroger cut beef. You'll get delicious and juicy and tender beef. And you'll get more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow. Same time, same station. For another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>